Hi, I'm Tashi from Paint by Tashi Jade Bell on Instagram, formerly Teacup of Makeup. And I'm Flora, a beauty brand representative and a makeup artist. And this is the Beauty Business Podcast, where we talk about the business, commercial and legal matters in relation to the multi-billion dollar beauty industry. So further to our episode last week on Fashion Week, um, we've got a couple of backstage interviews with the creatives involved. You cannot imagine how much work goes into each of these fashion runway shows. It's not just the clothes, but everything else that supports it, like the hair, the makeup, the nails. And also the creative energy put in and artistry put in by the makeup artists and hairstylists and nail artists. So I really enjoyed this year's um, Fashion Week from the perspective of beauty. I thought the hair, makeup, nails were all outstanding. Some that come to mind were ISG where they had sculptural hair pieces and amazing nail art on the direction of Mikhail Simone for OPI. For makeup, of course, I love what Lara Sorokowski did for Lancome for eight shows um, and her graphic eyeliner looks, the looks with crystal embellishments, those were amazing. And also uh, hair, of course. So um, we got to hear from the team for Redken. So now you hear from Adam McIntosh, the hair director for the show Our Future of Fashion, um, using Redken. And he'll talk us through the looks that he did. I'm here with Adam from Redkin and he's going to talk to us about the looks for um, Fashion Week. Hi Adam, how are you? Hi, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good. I'm sort of like sweating and melting a little bit under all these lights. It's all these lights, isn't it? And lots of people and lots of hair dryers. Everything's happening all at once, isn't it? So fun. Do you know what? This is so much fun. The energy is through the roof. Everyone's creating amazing hair. The buzz. I love it. I love it. Me too. So what are you doing for Redkin today? So you're doing Afterpay's Future of Fashion? That is correct. So um, so I'm Adam. I'm from Oscar Oscar Salons. I look after education for the group of salons. And um, today here I am for Redkin, Director of Future of Fashion. We have two different looks. Look number one is a gorgeous, high shine, reflective, beautiful, low situated ponytail. Wow. Okay. You'll be able to see right here, actually. You can see, like, it's all coming together. Like, the reflection, the beautiful glass-like shine, and then it's brought down into this low-textured, almost like a schoolgirl ponytail that's situated quite low. We're wanting the hair in the ponytail to be free, aerated, and just natural-looking, to be honest with you. Our hero product for this look, you'll love this, it's called Big Blowout. Oh my god, it's, okay. It's, it's, what it's does actually, it look like? Next, I'm going to grab it. Hang on, let me grab it for you. So this is Big Blowout. Now what's so wonderful about this product is I'm using it in a sense where it's creating that shine, that sleek, that gorgeous reflection through that root area there. But you can use it for heat protection. It can actually speed up your blow dry. And the consistency is like this gorgeous kind. I'll show you what it looks like oh, there. Wow, it's like a that's beautiful. Jelly. I like that. So, so it's like a highlighter for hair. I'm like, yeah, that's that's a great way to put it. Yeah, honestly, they've released this and it's, do you know what? It's going to have to be my number one favorite product. It's in gorgeous. It really is. So, so is this salon specific or can anybody buy it? Guess what? 
anyone can buy it. Oh, nice. Yes. Okay, that's so cool. It's a professional product, but you know what? It is for people to purchase. It does give that heat protection. It gives you that big blowout. It's just kind of like that that best friend for any sort of blow dry. That's what it's for. I love it. So, yeah, so, so gorgeous. I can one. see them putting the hair together. The highlighter for hair is just gorgeous. So that was look one. That was look number one. So that's your sleek that merges into a textured ponytail. Then we move over to something that's a little bit more disheveled. I'll take you down. Whereas through here we go here. We're starting the look here. But I suppose the best way to describe this is three-day-old, romantic, lived-in, textured. It's just a stunning kind of alternating movement through the hair. And, and how we're creating this look is, of course, protecting the hair using Redken Iron Shape 11, which gives that minimum hold, but it also gives that heat protection and it closes down the cuticle. Yeah, because I'm like seeing two hair <laughs> dryers going on this lovely model's hair. Oh, look, you know, like two two people, it just gets the job done, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> but look, what, what these guys are going to do now is they're going to go through with their classic curl tong in GHD and they're going to alternate left to right to left to right through each vertical section working the way up to the front hairline just to give that that almost confused texture through the hair. But you know what? I do have to share oh, with you my favourite part about this look. We're creating a faux cowlick. Oh my god, yes! yes. So yes. there's so many people that fight cowlicks. Yeah, yeah. You're always trying to stretch it out, but you know what? Today we're celebrating them and we're actually creating them. So how we do that, we're taking a fine section with our tail comb around where the hair lifts and falls to one side, spraying a little bit of Redken Forceful 23 hairspray, applying a little bit of air from the hairdryer just to set it, and then we're popping in a no-bend clip, okay. which is going to set it into that shape. Take the clip out once it sets, and then you have a cow's lick. Oh my, I'm so yes. excited. I'm really excited to see this one. Yeah, look. Getting to that part now. What's that, sorry? Are they doing that part now? Oh, look, they will probably... No, they're going to start with the textured waves now, actually. Yeah, I'd love to show you that, but like, there'll be a little while with that just yet. So, um, but no, you'll have to come back and check it out oh, for I sure. Definitely will. Thank you so yeah. much. My goodness, my my pleasure. And look, so I guess the two looks together, we do have that more sleeker, shinier. We're seeing a lot of dewiness, almost that moisturized, almost sweaty kind of vibe yeah. at fashion. Week. Which is what I'm looking like now. <laughs> I think everyone is, don't worry. And then the second look is just to flip it on the other side and have that more drier texture. But I think, look, today's show, it's about the future of fashion. We need to incorporate timeless looks, but also something that's a bit more understated. That's going to complement all of these incredible designers. Oh, that's amazing, so, Adam. Yeah, look, look, honestly, the team here are doing a fantastic job. The energy is beautiful. I'm just, I'm just so, so, so thrilled to be here. So glad. I mean, thank you so much for taking us through the looks. I oh, uh, really appreciate you. it, Adam. Thank you. Oh, Have pleasure. a great fashion week. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Next up for Sassen Bide, we have Diane Gorgivsky for Redkin doing hair direction. And the very cool, sweaty, euphoria type looks that she did. So I've got Diane here from Redkin and she is the hair director for Sassen Bide show. Hi Diane. Hi, how are you? Yeah, good thanks. How are you? Good, thank you. It's great being backstage with you. 
Thank you so much. Great being backstage with you. Tell us more about the uh, hair looks that you've designed. Uh, tonight is really about bringing the resurgence of the Sassanbide woman. She's a young, youthful, glamorous look. We're heavily inspired by the 90s. We've got some graphic knots and buns, sleek, straight hair, really lived-in vibes, sweaty, euphoria-like hair for some of the girls, really inspired by my Muse Money skillings. It's just going to be unbelievable, accompanied with the makeup and the looks. We're going to really elevate this youthful look tonight. Awesome. So for those who might want to recreate these one-way runway looks, what products are you using? We're using a lot of guts to really define the curls or, and bring out the natural texture in some people. And in, we're using some oil for all on the roots to create that really sweaty feeling. Then we're using a lot of um, 12, Fashion Work 12, 23 and 32 to iron that into the hair and create that very graphic ends, very blunt ends on the, on the hair that's straight very blunt on the hair ups and create that very piecey and strong feeling to the hair up tonight. Oh, that's amazing. Mm. Something we haven't seen for a very long I time. I know, yeah. I yeah, like the whole euphoria cool. vibe as well. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. So accompanied with the makeup and the awesome looks on the catwalk, it's going to be mind-blowing. Awesome. Thank you so much, Pleasure. Diane. Pleasure. We also got to speak with Jackie Chan, one of the most talented hairdressers in Australia. And this was hair direction for Asta Resorts. And Jackie was there for Redkin. And you'll hear about the amazing looks that he created. What we've done is to create looks that is quite, let's just say in a sense naturally kind of been into the bit of a salt water, been on the beach for a bit, try naturally, but I still don't want it to be completely wet. I want the woman to be, or the girl that's wearing the outfit to have been laying in the sun for a while, so the hair's starting to dry, but a little bit of kind of glistening kind of oil coming through from the roots. So what we've done today is we've reckoned products to create that look. Uh, we have used the um, iron shape all the way through, spray it section by section. That brings out the natural texture and shine as well. Then we go through and use stay high on the root area, which what's going to give that really kind of glistening feel about the hair on that root and the hold. Um, so yeah, everything's kind of quite natural, but in a sense that's still very runway ready as well. Um, the second look, we went for more of an eco up style, something a little bit more relatable, something a little bit more versatile that people can go from, you know, the beach after swim or maybe go out for a bit of a boogie, you know, a bit of a fun day. Um, yeah, so just give it that bit, of, a bit more versatility. Yeah, wonderful. Thank you so much. And are you enjoying Fashion Week? Oh, I love it. I mean, it's so fun, isn't oh, it? It is just amazing with everything. There's just so much going on. You know, you just see so much behind the scenes stuff. It's amazing. Love it. So, what have been some of your favorite looks that you've created? Um, so favourite looks, um, last night we did the um, uh, Future of Fashion, um, that was quite fun um, doing those looks, um, um, creating something that was, you know, almost like having something that's past but making it 
present and future. I mean, that's something that I guess from a creative sense, it's quite interesting, interesting to see from someone else's point of view. So I think that's actually quite exciting for us as hairdressers. That's amazing. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Have a great fashion week. Bye. We're hearing from Lara Sorkowski for Lancome, who did an amazing eight shows. I really love the looks that she created for the runway. And so you'll hear her talk us through her fashion week experience, as well as the products she used. Um, so Lara, thank you so much for this interview. Um, you did a whopping eight shows for this year's uh, after Pay Australian Fashion Week um, and you created so many amazing looks that I really love. Can you tell us a little bit about each show's looks? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, the very first show we did was Beckenbridge um, for the opening night of Fashion Week and that was very much inspired by kind of that punk rock 90s grunge. So we saw a lot of 90s inspiration actually throughout the week. So there was yeah. a few different shows that kind of had that, you know, mm, that, that real 90s, 90s the blue grungy, freaky eye. Yeah, eye. yeah. Mm. so it was in quite a few shows. It was in Beckenbridge. We had um, quite a cobalt blue eye in Daniel Avakian. Yes. And then there was one more that we had a, a bold blue eye as well. I might need to – I'm trying to remember all the shows we did now. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I'm, so was, <laughs> I'm so sorry. You must be so tired. <laughs> no, they're just they're, – you never need to try to remember each day. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there was a lot of 90s inspiration, um, but also some, like, you know, that kind of more of that grungy style to the look, so it not being mm. so effortless and clean, but it being yeah. a little bit more... Rough. Yeah, just yeah. kind of edgy. Yeah, So, edgy. like, that modern kind of twist on on a 90s take of a smoky eye, mm. which was really cool. Um, and then we had some, you know, looks that were a little bit more architectural liner, so for next gen, yeah, we're kind of pushing yeah. the boundaries and had that, like, a little bit more of that black swan-inspired liner that was a little bit more grunge, mm. but then paired with, like, some of the models had really beautiful, a little bit more of a glam look, so it was mm. kind of cool to have two looks together on the runway. Yeah, that's right. But really two very cool. different statement looks. Yeah. And then, you know, there was All of your looks were cool. Come too. on. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, another favorite look of mine was probably for Alter when we when we did that kind of the bejeweled eye. Yes, oh my so god. When I that saw was, that I was like, oh, how did all of you manage to do those looks? You, your makeup <laughs> artists would be so tired, their hands might be shaking. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was such a detailed, amazing, blown away. Love it. Yeah, it was cool. So two models had that standout look. I mean, you know, the trick was not to have too many coffees before because uh, we put every okay. every little stone <laughs> on individually. <laughs> <laughs> and then you did Rumor as well, did you? Yeah, we did Rumor as well. So that was a really beautiful kind of fresh polished look. Mm. Um, her, her inspiration behind um, Nikita's collection was all about, you know, like drawing from the earth. So the kind of the tones that we wanted to incorporate into the beauty look were more like that beautiful bronzy look. So mm. we we incorporated our belt to bronze and we used that like throughout the cheekbones, in the eye socket a little bit and then just really focused on beautiful lashes so it had a little bit more of that polished, refined look mm-hmm. and just, you know, the signature skin that we kind of create throughout Fashion Week on each show, which is that, you know, effortlessly natural glowing skin. Yes, yeah, and, you, and you'll have to tell us what products you used to achieve that. 
Yeah, definitely. We use them. Um, so we for us, the biggest thing is skin prep. Like beautiful makeup always starts with the beauty of the skin. Mm. So what we do is we spend a good five minutes on the model's skin when we have the time and then we haven't got the runners running from show to show. Yeah. But we'll spend a good five minutes really preparing with skincare. Yep. So we use our um, Lickstray Rose uh, toning spray mm. to kind of prep the skin, really hydrate the skin first, and then we would go in with our advanced Genifique yes. um, and Hydrogen Moisturizer. Yeah. So just keeping really lightweight water-based products to really, you know, give the skin that beautiful, healthy glow prior to makeup. Mm. And then for the signature skin that we create, we use our iconic Ultrawear Foundation, yes. which ultimately is more of a medium to full coverage foundation. Mm. But what we do is we manipulate the texture by adding a few drops of Genifique. Nice. Okay. Into the formula and we That's mix that together. Yeah. And then what that does, it creates a little bit more of a lightweight, natural, glowy finish on the skin with Ultrawear. Mm. But it won't, but basically, it won't disrupt the actual formula. So you still get that longevity. So it's still long wearing. Mm. So the good thing is, obviously, we're doing makeup, you know, four hours prior to show. Yes. You apply the foundation and it still will maintain that look. Yeah. You know, until the until showtime, which is great, until the models hit the runway. Mm. And then a little trick we do, um, we reincorporate Genifique again, the mm. serum. Yeah. And we just tap that on the higher points of the cheekbone. Yeah, I like that chip. Yeah, I really Yeah, like so the skin tip. looks mm. very glass-like and glossy. Mm. When they hit yeah. the runway, rather than it being too like highlighted, because you just created that, 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 you created that tip, didn't you? You were the one that did that first. Oh yeah, I think so. I've kind of been doing it for a while now. Yeah, yeah. So I really just, like that tip. It's a tip yeah. that just kind of you know it's become Lara's It's signature. very cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. I like that one. So, um, do we get all the products? Did, did you want to talk well, about for skin? Or? Yes, yeah. and mm. then um, we did use Belda Tonza. Build a bro- build a bronzer uh, mm. throughout a lot of shows. Just kind of sculpt and add a little bit of illumination to the cheek, mm. or underneath the cheekbones. And mm. um, for the eyeshadow palettes, the two standouts that we used a lot were the Hypnose palettes. Yeah, there was one that's the Cobalt Blue, which I think is number twelve. I wonder. And then one. number fourteen. Yeah, I know it's so nice. And number fourteen <laughs> is a um that like real smoky chic look. Mm. So that's like a real wearable palette that you can create that 90 smoky eye again mm. but the great thing about all of our palettes is you can use them wet or dry oh really so when you actually wet your brush yeah, or yeah. like if you're using your finger if you go in wet you can yeah. transform that powder texture to be more of a cream yeah. which is then how you get a little bit more potency to the color so that's oh, what we're doing okay. with say the blue yeah we're wetting it a little bit so we really got that you know cobalt blue pigment wow nice what did, is it just water that you use on the brush or I usually use the Genifique Light Pearl, you know, the eye serum. Smart, yeah, okay. So, you know, you're getting a few, cool. few skincare yeah. benefits as well. And yeah. it's a little bit more of a richer consistency, so it creates like Almost a nicer like a texture. cream shadow kind yeah. of effect. rather than it to being too watery. So, And it's always, you know, a good way to add a bit more skincare benefits to the, yeah, to the eye. Yeah, I area. really like that, yeah. Okay. Um, so normally, like, I mean, for a whopping eight shows, I mean, you would have to be so prepared before the start of fashion week wouldn't you like do you need what prep did you do before this busy week we'd, we'd try to be prepared as possible but you know you never can be prepared enough yeah. <laughs> there's always some surprises thrown at you in the midst of everything yeah but i mean from a um, point of view from like a makeup director what we really need to do in the lead up to fashion week is work with the designers and the stylists on obviously the looks mm. um, and really understanding you know during the makeup trial what the look would be because as a brand, we did, we then need to ensure that we've got mm. enough products yes. uh, for the artistry team and order them prior to 
show days. So, mm. I mean, that's probably my biggest prep is, you know, working with the designers, the stylists, and then, you know, actually coming up with the beauty looks and then working with our internal team to bring that to life. So, ordering all the products and putting the kits together and then you're putting all the looks together then mm. obviously educating the team on the looks so and getting together the makeup team to ensure we've got the best best team to execute the beauty looks. It's a bit harder for you guys, isn't it? Because you actually have to fly in from Melbourne. Yeah, well, this year was good because, I mean, last year when, you know, the Melbourne's borders got shut, I couldn't actually use my team and I had to use a lot of freelancers, which was more difficult oh, because they didn't know the style okay. and, like, yeah. I had to kind of, do a lot of so for a lot of the shows I don't like I maybe for Beck and Bridge I will do a demo but for all the shows I don't really need to do a demo because the team have worked with me so many times they already understand the yeah. skin yeah. expectations like it might just be that I would demo the eye look if there's mm. a certain eye or or you know something that I needed to show them but this year we flew in our team from yeah around Australia so it was good we had a very strong internal L'Oreal team oh that's fabulous I'm so good to hear that life was easier for you this this time with eight shows. So, I know. Well, last year we did even more. So it was well, a bit yeah, more stressful. Yeah, we did like 11 right. last year. Oh, did you? But I feel like the looks this year were more intricate, you know? Yeah, and know, harder to do. Yeah. I know. I think it's like makeup now, obviously after COVID and everything, is really making a point of difference, you know? It really mm. is shaking up those makeup looks. And, a lot, you know, last year a lot of the looks were just skin. Yep. So it kind of you know, it was a little bit more natural and effortless. Whereas I think, you know, with a lot of euphoria, yes, inspiration yeah. and all of that recently, yeah. makeup, I don't know, it's it's more exciting and it's pushing the boundaries a lot yeah, more. Yeah, I really love the free makeup trend or the euphoria trend as they're calling yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just it's fun. It's like, it's different. It's different, right? Instead of just doing the same old smoky eye all the time, you can actually see the makeup directors like yourself your your creativity coming through it's really nice it's good and i think it comes together beautifully with like the collection and then the hair as well so mm. it is nice seeing it all come together and rather than it just just being about the clothes this year i think it was a lot about the whole package that's, you know the clothes the makeup yeah. and the hair i actually felt that uh, in terms of fashion week this past one i thought the makeup and the hair and nails were outstanding. Yeah, even I, yeah. I, could never, I never noticed nails, but I was like, wow, there's some really interesting nails. Like, yeah. there was full-on nail art. Yeah. So, yeah, it was really cool. It was yeah. good to see it all come together. Yeah, it was beautiful. So, um, do you have any tips on recreating your runway looks? For, like, them to be more wearable or, like, mm. kind of for them? Yeah. I mean, more. for them to be more wearable, like, I think the Beckenbridge one's probably one that's you know, probably a standout. Mm. I think it's kind of taking that 90s smoky eye but making it a bit more wearable. So obviously not going as bold as we did on the runway and adding the gloss. Yes. But, you know, that those cooler tones of smoky eyes are coming coming back. Mm. And, you know, the best way to achieve that, you know, the cobalt blue or the really statement smoky eye that we did is we used a um, like a cold pencil first uh-huh. or like a gel pot and I, I would kind of, create the shape of the eye that I want first by using that pot and then I would press on the sh- the powdered shadow mm. and then I usually use like a bronzer and the Belle de that I was using throughout fashion week to just use that as like a to... almost transition color to like blend oh, the shades together okay yeah. so that way you're not just getting like a really sharp line but you yeah. can always still achieve that soft edge yeah that's a, that's a great tip and, I mean, you can do that with any smoky eye. It's always yeah. good to have a transition colour, and I yeah. prefer to use a bronzer for that. You always use the bronzer for that. Yeah, because yeah. then it ties into, like, your cheekbone and your skin and 
like all those areas of the contour kind of blend together mm. so it looks softer mm. okay thanks so much lara for your time I, I really truly appreciate it and um yeah more than welcome yeah i love your looks and um I'll, i'll be making sure that i will post those looks on my um, thank you media. so much yeah of course i really yeah blown away by all of them yeah thank you so much oh, thank you and thanks so much for the interview yeah you're welcome okay speak uh, to you soon bye bye And what I really liked about this year's makeup in general was that everyone everyone was incorporating more color into the looks, more embellishments like crystals or stick-ons. It was just gorgeous, gorgeous makeup looks created this year. I really gotta say, like this year for nail art, they just went supersonic it was amazing for opi uh, michael simone created quite a few looks on the runway for isg and alex higgins and it was really cool for me to go backstage to watch them do their work on nails um also for alex higgins got to see um the hair and makeup done So makeup was Maca Max by Michael Simone. And now you hear from Benjamin James for GHD doing the hair direction for the Alex Higgins show. Hi Ben from GHD. Thank you for having me. I know you guys have been here since half past five this morning. Um, yeah, thank you so much for this for GHD. Just tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, great. So I'm Benjamin James. Um, I'm from Auckland, New Zealand. Um, come through, help GHD out, help Alex Higgins out, doing a show in Australian fashion week. Lovely. Yeah. So, yeah. So the look was all about like individuality and freedom. Yeah, version um, of their natural texture, as if they've kind of walked a mile, and we're we're like showing that character in the hair. Uh, it's about is this refinedness, but there's still this eerie freedom to the hair. So, what products have you? So we used the. Root lift spray. Um, so this guy here, the pick me up spray, and we also use the body goals. So the root lift spray, the, the pick me up spray, went all into the root growth, into the new growth, and then we lifted it with the detangling comb just to get a, a nice rounder shape from the hair, um, and then we diffused a whole bunch of body goals in the hair to really exacerbate the natural texture of the hair and create that separation. Uh, and that's how we've kind of played with using each model's individual shapes and, and textures. Wonderful. So is it like uh, two different looks or multiple looks? Well, because they're all individual, they're, they're all themselves. I like that. Yeah, I like me that. too. It's good, eh? I love that. I love the fact that we're using models' diversity as a part of the story rather than making everybody uniform um, and just telling just the designer's narrative. It's, it's, a, cool, it's a cool way to do it. I really that's, like. that's really cool. I love, yeah. the, love diversity. Yeah. So, um... What's been your your best time this week for Fashion Week? I think this morning. I'm really excited to work with Alex. Um, we've been catching up throughout the week. It's been it's been pretty hectic meeting him over Zoom and doing all that. Uh, yesterday we had a good amount of time together and understanding each other's processes and how it all works. And then uh, this morning is by far my most exciting part of Fashion Week. It's been great. I'm really excited for the looks. I'm really excited for the show. It's gonna it's gonna be awesome. Oh, thanks so much, Ben. Really appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you. Cheers. And so that's a wrap of our coverage of this year's Afterpay Australian Fashion Week 2022. 
Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Feel free to DM us on Instagram at the Beauty Business Podcast if you have any further questions. Yes, do DM us too if you would like us to cover any particular issues. Thank you so much for listening and we look forward to having you on our next episode. Have a great, have a great week, week all. all.